Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm one of your co-hosts, Colleen. I'm also one of the co-hosts, Matt. Every Who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. The Grinch hated Christmas, the whole Christmas season. Now please don't ask why, no one quite knows the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. Whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve, hating the Who's, staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm-lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every Who down in Whoville beneath was busy now hanging a mistletoe wreath. And they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas, it's practically here. Then he growled with his Grinch fingers nervously drumming, I must find some way to stop Christmas from crumbing. For tomorrow he knew all the Who girls and boys would wake bright and early, they'd rush for their toys. And then, oh the noise, oh the noise, 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 noise. The one thing he hated, the noise, noise, noise. Now let's punch up Dr. Seuss here, guys. He says noise a lot. And then he does this again with multiple, he just says feast over and over again when they talk about feast and the rare roast beast. Of course, you guys are familiar with both the who roast beast and the who pitting. Uh, I can't wait for the binging with Babish episode about who pudding and who roast beast. Maybe that'll come out one of these days. (laughs) Oh, I'm a noob, by the way. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad I just have to edit that out. We'll just keep yeah. it real punchy and tight. I somebody talked me down from reading the entirety of it. So, I would I, what at most it probably would have been like five minutes. Yeah, it's about like 10, 10, 10 to fifteen. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I was keeping it at a good clip there. I think I could have got it down below ten. I think yeah. you could have. Yeah. I, all right. We did not the original. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And the original. We we did like extra credit. Yeah. Which we always seem to do for our Christmas episode because the Santa Claus <laughs> has set the precedent that we will watch two things. Um, it's your fault. No, we did the first and seemingly or should have been only live action Dr. Seuss movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think the cat in the hat is the only other live action. What an atrocity. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I don't even know where to begin with this one because yeah. I have I have lots of thoughts. The movie came out in two thousand. I, I guess we'll start with our traditional like history. You, hit, no, I was gonna say like what memories do you have yeah. of oh uh, sorry, our our personal, personal history. history. Sorry, I should have clarified. I didn't, I don't have the the text the sacred text pulled up for how this movie got made. Um. Well, I'll go first. My personal history with this. I remember really liking this. I've always I've always been a huge Jim Carrey fan. Um and how old was I when this I was ten when this came out. So that that checks that I would think it was really good when I was younger. Um very fond memories of it. I feel like I watch it pretty I feel like I watch it if not every Christmas and every other Christmas, and every time I rewatch it, I'm like that being better but then i and then i forget and then the next time i watch it i'm like oh it's gonna be so good and then i finish it and i'm like i remember that being better <laughs> so it's kind of this there's just this cycle of it's part of my tradition and it's just the thing that i do and i think it's good and then it turns out to not be that great 
Yeah, I feel like I'm in a very similar boat with this movie. I think the only Christmas movie from around our childhood that I still very fondly watch is Elf. Hmm. Like, this was also on heavy rotation, but... When did Elf come out? I think 2003. Okay. Um, but yeah, this this movie is... It's got some bold production choices. Yeah. Such yeah. as giving the Grinch an ass. Yeah. Sure. It's got well, a very... It's got a very sexual energy to it. It's yeah, weird. The, the Grinch whole, is horny. The Grinch is horny. Uh, I Mary Mayhew is. I was gonna say Mary Mayhew is basically Nicole Kidman <laughs> redone. I was yeah. This is after. Um, and I also don't. I always forget that the like the literal filming of it, like the the videography or whatever you call it, like the actual how they're filming it is so fucking weird. It's just like the camera's always tilting, and and I know it's supposed to be like to like make it into this you know ooh, dr seuss ooh, weird world but it just does not work it really gives off a weird it actually gives off very similar vibes as batman now that i'm thinking about yeah, it yeah no this is another full-on fever dream of a movie <laughs> yeah fever dream that's the one yeah 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 and and it is shot as though jim carrey is also manning the camera with the same frenetic sort of twisting energy where his body yeah. just moves in random directions the camera also just kind of does its own thing uh yeah this is a movie i think i might have seen this in theaters i have a a sort of sense memory of having seen this in theaters and i uh i remember finding it kind of disturbing as a child but not having an overwhelmingly negative experience and now i i i would say that uh i have a very different vibe but to, to put it all in frame of reference this story if read at the cadence of say a ken a kindergarten teacher takes about 15 minutes to tell uh, I know that because I found the text online being read by somebody who sounded like a kindergartner teacher, and it took 15 minutes. Uh, so, that's how long How the Grinch Stole Christmas is. The cartoon, which I think most people are very familiar with, which we did, did watch, is 26 minutes long, which is pretty reasonable. Adds a little bit, but not very much. This is an hour and 44 minutes long. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Every movie we've done recently feels incredibly long. Yeah. So long. It was okay. so long. It, it felt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it's it's such an. I feel like the things that they added to it were unnecessary. Like they could have. Like I get that they needed to make it a full length movie, right? But I feel like they could have maybe done it a little differently. Maybe done a little bit more backstory on the Grinch in the beginning of the movie, or like expanded a bit more. Like you didn't need to have the the romantic interest at all. You don't need any of the stuff they add. You don't need a girl trying to woo the Grinch because it it's not really her that makes him come around, but then they make it her. Yeah. And then you don't need the love interest and you certainly don't need baby Grinch. Maybe the most terrifying addition. I also, yeah. uh, so at work, we did uh, like a one of those, we did like a happy hour where it was like um, ex- poorly explained movie plots. And one of them was like, you know, a terrorist comes into town and tries to teach everyone not to be capitalist or some bullshit, like like teach the woes of capitalism. And I, I was like, oh yeah, Grinch, right? But then like watching the original Grinch, you're like, that's not at all what the original Grinch was really about. It was never about because the Who's were never that capitalist bullshit. They were just like they all their shit got stolen, and then they were like, "Let's sing anyways because it's Christmas." No, the in the in the cart or in the 
the book car- itself and the cartoon, the Grinch just hates. Yeah, he just hates Christmas. He just hates people. Yeah. Like he hates noise. He hates the, and the, which, the, the to who's... be fair, the noise in the fucking original movie, it's like, he's like, when they're showing all the instruments and shit, I'm like, this is noise. Like, I'm a musician and I am pretty open to the idea of what music is, but it's like just these loud fucking contraptions that all these hoos yeah. are building. I don't blame him for being Who's a about it. Who's Fantanglers, Glore, you know, various nonsense <laughs> yeah. noises. Yeah, so Even loud. the words are noises. Yeah. Um, and then his... Like, his turn comes when he realizes they don't need the things to have a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, whereas, like, the Grinch, they're, like, very much, like, they, up until the very end, they need the gifts. They need the capitalist bullshit. They need, like, yeah, all of the, like, commercialized pieces of it. Which is so weird that a snowflake would have such commercialism. Sure, sure. Well, what I don't love is because clearly that's supposed to be the arc of cindy lou is that like she's the one who understands that everybody's being too capitalist about this and in an hour and 40 minutes they can't actually develop that plot like the turn from being capitalist to not capitalist is literally it occurs within the space of seven seconds it's just like well i guess we don't have our shit now and one guy's mad about it another guy's like maybe we shouldn't be mad about it and they're like oh i guess so you're right it's like no there's no there's no redemption for the who's they're still the same terrible people yeah the thing that's so upsetting about this one and and we'll go beat by beat but the who's are just evil in this like the grinch hates them not because he is like an introvert he hates them because he was harassed as a kid and exiled and then they're still assholes to him (laughs) like there is no reason for the who's to be like likable and yeah they don't have like a turn they just sing and he has his moments still yep yeah it's a good way to describe it the other thing that's interesting besides deciding to stretch out this movie so long is it's kind of just dark like everything about it is just like kind of creepy like i know it's the dr seuss come to life but it's just done in this weird palette and with like just weird stylistic choices i feel like a lot of the time that is just uncomfortable when all the prosthetics on the who's themselves is just disturbing it it's a very interesting choice to have the who's look like the who's might look in the book they don't really look like they do in no the book. they don't the art style is very different yep. so it's like if they're already gonna look so much like people why aren't they just people at yeah. that point <laughs> and yeah. i think jim carrey's costume looks pretty good um, i i think his prosthetics are great everything that's disturbing about the grinch is the things that are disturbing about jim carrey like yeah that exactly. fucking smile he does that's just jim carrey's fucking face right that's not yeah. even so yeah there's the the aesthetic design of the movie that it's is very... just kind of creepy and dark and then there's jim carrey who plays it kind of scary like yeah for sure he is a scary character in this movie like his dialogue is lighthearted, but his whole mannerism and movement is just like chaotic it's it's, um it's a little pennywise you know what i mean yeah yeah this goes to my like just following up on last week i think there's a really good horror movie with 
Jim Carrey as your main like evil entity that hasn't been made yet. If yeah. you just uh, give him those fingers that he has in the Grinch costume, you're like 90% of the way there. Yeah, like, those also, are so off-putting to me. I'm also like, a little confused by why those even exist because then we were watching, I was like, oh yeah, clearly that's how he looks in the cartoon, right? And then we were watching the cartoon and I was like, nope, normal fingers. Nothing I, I like on. how they bring him to life in the, in terms of the things that translate into live action max the dog which they keep exactly the same and add brown ears to a normal dog yeah and then the grinch are the only choices that i agree with yeah i mean i think the grinch is great it's just like the fingers are unnecessary i think they should have made all the who's be stylistically similar to cindy lou they make a joke about her not coming into her nose yet and i'm like why couldn't they all have just been like exaggerated people as opposed to like this weird facial prosthesis didn't work for me it, it doesn't work. And yeah. in the yeah. in the cartoon and book, the Who's are kind of just like fuzzy and like... Yeah, they're all animals. Rotund. Like, yeah, they're yeah. animals, not humans. Yeah. Uh, it's also, in addition to being dark thematically, it's also just a very dark movie because it was clearly just all shot on indoor sets. So yeah. there's never like really a daytime scene and everything has that sort of muted lighting where you're like, oh yeah, this is just inside. Like, of course. Yeah, it, it's, it's visually it's it, all very dark it's very weird for a kid's christmas movie yeah like it just kind of comes across more as like yeah uh i would have imagined horrors of capitalism movie that yeah. happens to feature the grinch i would have pictured it like if i were doing it i would have pictured it like the scenes if you want the grinch to seem like creepy and and mean like you do those ones dark and i guess they were technically darker like the ones that were in his cave were slightly darker to look at visually but then when you were in whoville you would have had much brighter light to be like look all these great people but i guess it wouldn't have really gone with the theme of this particular take on this story because they were capitalist pigs so just like us all it's true i love my stuff slaves to it Uh, let's get into it because that's like a good segue into the it starts off heavy-handed with the who's are obsessed with buying stuff on christmas the start of the movie is we get the intro to Whoville on the snowflake. We get Anthony Hopkins, which I don't think I noticed until this time. Same. Is the narrator. Maybe it's because we recently watched... Um, Silence of the Lambs. Silence yeah. of the Lambs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But He's I was like, made some questionable yeah. choices. He's been in a Transformers movie, so... <laughs> okay. Um, Versatile. So we get him doing the narration, which I think has all of or almost all of the lines from the book. I um, think so. Pretty much. Yeah. So that he is reading the book and then they fill it with new material. Um, We get Whoville. We get these establishing shots of all of the people buying things. These insane sales that people are getting stampeded during. um, And we get, I think we get to see Cindy Lou Who and her father immediately. Right? Like we get all this yeah, yeah they're buying things. He pulls out a package. She's like in the middle of a bunch of packages. It's like, is a, is this really right? Yeah, that's like her thing. And it's like it's like she's already she's already having issues. Um, and then they say something along the lines of the Grinch is the only one who doesn't like Christmas. And we see Mount Crumpet. Four very interesting choices of what who teenagers would dress and act like are climbing the mountain on a dare yeah. to knock on the Grinch's cave. 
I also love that. So those four teens that like climbed this mountain looked very the cold and covered in snow. And then later in the movie, you just get Cindy Lou who's just like walking up the mountain, no problem. Yeah, the physics of the mountain <laughs> like, are kind she, like, of fix? odd. <laughs> it's either like the tallest thing ever when he's sledding down, or like a short walk from town, depending on like what. Yeah, the apparently shot. they walked all the way up to his door. That takes a a not short sled journey to get down from uh yeah, and th- this also establishes this as clearly a horror movie because that is classically the teenagers who want to fuck who get killed at the beginning of the movie it, the yeah. only thing is missing is that he should have killed one of them <laughs> that would have been based, ideal i thought he did kill them based on like what happened so they knock on the door and then a horrific grinch figurine springs out at them and they jump off the cliff and roll down the cliffside. Um, of course, they survive because it's a kids' movie. Um, but yeah, I thought he did murder them <laughs> until it's revealed later that they're Stu's kids, I believe. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's odd. It, it's just a weird introduction to this character. Yep. Yep. I 100% agree. It's interesting. They definitely play up the sort of like tim burtony rube goldberg thing going on with the grinch it it reminds me very much of obviously batman forever i think these movies are crazy similar and uh a little bit of casper too where it's just got this weird energy to it that doesn't make a ton of sense for this movie came out a little too recently for it to feel this way right it's not like early 90s this is 2000s like yeah didn't we know better yeah, I, I, I do agree with you that it, it comes across very much as like an early 90s movie. I guess 2000 was 20 years ago. So maybe we're being a bit too generous with like how fast movies would need to improve from the Batman Forever era to the Grinch era. But I mean, it's still better than Batman Forever. I mean, I guess like in the grand scheme of things, The Matrix came out one year before this. Like, yeah. I mean, it's Jurassic like how, Park also like came out in 1993. So like we talked. This like, is what I'm saying. We know what a good movie is. So this movie does not have like an excuse necessarily. That's true. It's so true. Um. Anyway, after the mountain scene, we get like our first intro to the Grinch, and it has this like the Grinch in this movie is able to survive on trash and like rotting food and the shot of all of the rotting vegetables that he picks through is like so unsettling to me i, I yeah it's horrible and he there's eats- a point God. where the grinch consumes a banana peel and i think jim carrey put a banana like a rotting banana peel in his real human mouth and it looked I, like it I, I'm very upset by it. I, I can't... I don't know how you fake that shit. That looks like a real-ass banana peel. Either the the FX was amazing, or that shit is... A, that's a thing that Jim Carrey really did. No, I think he really did. I mean, he definitely eats an onion, like, straight up raw at, at this beginning uh-huh. thing. But yeah, I think he eats the banana peel. I would 100% so, believe it. Uh, the onion is also rough. It's because that does look like a. I don't. I don't think that was like a stage onion or anything. That looks like a real onion. Yeah, and like I guess that's like closer to believable. Like I could probably take a bite out of an onion. Yeah, sure. For the purpose, if you were getting paid a lot of money to do it, yeah, sure. But like the banana is rough. 
Yeah. But it is real rough. Oh, this is a fun fact. Jim Carrey was in character as Andy Kaufman when he first met uh, Dr. Seuss's wife, because that's... She was the one that was apparently, she had the vision for the movie and was picking cast members. Oh, did she have some sort of disease while she, did she have like neurosyphilis while she had the vision for the movie? What happened? She must have. Um, so from here, the Grinch decides he's going to wreak havoc on the town and heads down in a weird who mask to... Also something out of a horror movie. Yes, it's horrible. I'm um, pretty sure that's the mask from Happy Death Day. It, it pretty much is. I think you're right. Um, so he heads down with Max to, um, yeah, ruin Christmas and commits various misdemeanors and felonies. Um, and then we get this, like, really interesting, maybe the only, like, good interior of this movie, I think, is the mail, um, the post office. For whatever reason, I like the post office with, like, the ladder that slides a comically large distance around this place and the sorting thing that is just like a pulsating thing of toys. Um, I don't like the gaping maw of, yeah, of packages of, of it's child big enough to consume a child. Yeah. Stay away from the sorting machine. No sort of railing on that. Yep. Dang. Okay. I'm just reading an article now. Jim Carrey, did a lot to prepare him for the Grinch costume, apparently. Uh, the first time he put on the costume, it took more than eight hours to get him in it. Quote, I went back to my trailer and put my leg through the wall, and I told Ron Howard I couldn't do the movie. Damn. <laughs> they also enlisted a man who trained CIA agents in torture endurance to give Carrie some distraction tactics. Among them were eat everything you see, smoke as much as you possibly can, and punch yourself in the leg and ask someone to slap you. Oh my gosh, that's so bizarre. Is putting your leg through a wall a turn of phrase or did I'm pretty No, sure I think he was just physically. very, very Yeah, he was angry. <laughs> oh, the, a makeup artist took a leave of absence from the set because of Jim Carrey's behavior. <laughs> I mean I think yeah, I, I it took think, two and a half hours to get him in that costume every time they had to do it. I think the only good moments of this movie are just ad libbed by Jim Carrey being a complete psychopath in a green felt costume. So and there's no way yeah. those contacts felt good. He put yeah. the costume on 92 times, which means he spent two and a half hours, 92 times getting ready. That's wild. I would have gone insane yeah. too. I would have been a total. I would have been completely insufferable to be around. Are you kidding me? But I'm sure he got big bucks for it. Sure he did. I'm sure he was a coke fueled nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> you know probably. Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get the in the first interaction with the Grinch between Cindy Lou and the Grinch, um, where he is somehow clinging to the the ceiling like Spider Man. <laughs> And that is a good scene. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. And then gets discovered after saying Gazuntite. Um Cindy Lou falls into the comically child killable killing situated package sorter. Um and in a moment of weakness, the Grinch saves her. Um, but not without wrapping her up like a present and then leaving. Yeah, I don't he know. saves her life, and then she's two nights about it, so he has to wrap her to present before he leaves. Yep. Which, as a kid, would be so fun. I, I yeah, think she does is... giggle while it's yeah, happening. Yeah, she definitely does. 
That's why Cindy Lou is not phased at all. She's yeah. like, haha, this was great. Um, yeah, so then the Grinch, um, <laughs> the only other, like, one of the other good moments of this where um, the police calls out, like, the Grinch has been spotted, and then Jim Carrey's, like, reacts like he's been spotted, but he's still in the Who, like, costume, and then he has to, like, pretend. Yes. I think this movie is just like a bunch of like single lines that work pretty well and then so much not good stuff. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, it's, uh... Yeah, the, the Grinch flees to back to Mount Crumpet and then we get the absolutely absurd, unnecessary Cindy Lou trying to discover the Grinch's backstory. Yeah, uh, and she she does... She discovers the Grinch's backstory, and it's essentially that he is a who. He's he was briefly he was briefly Baby Yoda, and then he yep. became a very hirsute child who was bullied for his because he was different. Of course, makes perfect sense. That's what you got to do when people are different. Believe them. Uh, and well, he yeah. ran away from town uh, after briefly getting into the christmas spirit getting bullied too much by the man who eventually became the mayor and then ran away from the town great story totally necessary i just hate the the really the thing that rubs me or the thing that pisses me the most off about this is that they do the line that this maybe his head wasn't screwed on just right maybe his shoes were just tight and then they go on to explain why he hates Christmas. And I'm like, wasn't the whole point that he just didn't, he fucking hates Christmas, man? Like, it doesn't have to be a whole vendetta against Christmas. It it only serves to have the Grinch have, like, some anchoring in the town where the mayor is his enemy and he likes uh, Mary Mayhew. And it's just, I don't need it. Because the only thing that happens with the Mary Mayhew is he definitely commits some form of assault when he gets launched out of the... Directly into her breasts, yes. Right. Again, this movie has big fuck energy. <laughs> like... I mean, but she's into it. She's, like, breathing she heavy. But he's, like, abusive. Yeah, like, for sure. It's this weird... Yeah, well, she, she has, some, you know, some pathology in her own, right? Like, Yeah, it's a weird movie. God damn, it's a weird movie. Um... Yeah, I don't want to leave the kid scenes too quick because the kid makeup does not work nearly as well. Is that a kid? I or was thinking is it... that while I was watching. I was like, is this a kid or... I don't know. We should probably Google it. I think it's a kid. Um, I don't like the Baby Yoda. The the the, the original mocks for Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, it's really rough. Um yeah, and then the kid makeup does not work as well. I don't know if it's just like they couldn't subject a kid to two and a half hours of okay, makeup. The kid makeup is in, he's a an American actor, blah, blah, blah. It had the appearance and, and voice of a small child due to, I can't pronounce that, achondroplasia, a form of dwarfism, essentially. So it wasn't a okay. kid. Oh, yes. man. He, this guy died when he was 20 years old. That's really sad. That is so sad. Well, thanks for taking us there, guys. Sorry. Achondroplasia is a very difficult disease, yes. Uh, and they dress them up like the Grinch. I, it's just, it's, it's, 
it's debasing at a base like the whole movie no wonder jim carrey freaked out i can only imagine what this guy felt being dressed like that uh it's i wonder what cindy lou like the actress that played cindy lou i wonder what it was like the experience was like for her to be working so closely with jim carrey like dressed up like that all the time she was pretty young yeah yeah they talk about uh in the most recent it movie in some of the behind the scenes stuff the kids talk about how like scared they were of Skarsgård in the full Pennywise makeup because he's legitimately disturbing in that makeup. I have to imagine she was like not comfortable being around Jim Carrey. Yeah, that would be my guess. I I would have to agree. Uh, Also, I know this won't mean anything to you guys, but it just clicked. This was the first year that I had put together that this the girl that plays Cindy Lou is the same girl that plays Jenny on Gossip Girl. Um, I'll send you a photo of Jenny on Gossip Girl, but it like absolutely blew yeah, my mind because yeah. she plays like hey. this like emo punk. Does she grow into Probably her nose? Just just to just to help you out here, you don't have to send us a picture of Jenny from Gossip Girl. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> um, man, what happens next? All right, she was she was born in '93. This actress, so and this was filmed in '99, so she was like six years old. Damn. She does pretty well. Yeah, she does pretty good. But that had She's to be fine. scary. She's fine. Um, uh, does oh, she think... sing Where Are You Christmas? Yeah. Does that happen? Here yeah. or later? I think she does it beforehand. I can't remember if she does it beforehand or if she does it after the Grinch freaks the fuck out. This is her in real life. That's why I needed you to see it. This is her now. Okay, good for her. She's terrifying. Yeah, well, that early exposure to Jim Carrey will have a sort of deleterious <laughs> effect on your psyche. There's probably some, like, radioactive effects, like, just those contacts <laughs> yeah, yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah, it'll fuck with your brain. Um, I can't remember if she sings it before or after the hubilation. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you, man. All I know is that uh, I found it very interesting. Where Are You Christmas was written for this movie. Yeah. Interesting. This is the f- first instance of that song. I that was like a weird asynchronous. A- my my timeline got fucked up by that because I just thought "Where Are You Christmas" is like an old ass song. No. Yeah. Then they just like put it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, they made that for this. Um, Checked out. Anyway, regardless of placement of the children's tune, um, the Grinch gets nominated to win the Cheermeister Award, Holiday Cheermeister Award. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone scoffs. There's a great back and forth where she nominates him to be the Cheermeister, and they're talking about the Book of Who. Yeah. And it, it's essentially all nonsense, but it, it's pretty funny because the mayor is like an actually good actor, and and she does a, a pretty good job in that scene as well that's like oh okay this is this is confident this is a thing it, it is good um it yeah they very... basically say like it says in the book of who that the grinch can't be cheermeister and she's like what page um <laughs> it felt very he's like i lost Trumpy. my place like i imagine that's a scene that would happen with actually our president right now it's certainly believable which is sad <laughs> yeah. because this is like such a chaotic movie what i don't like about that is that that supposes that there's this weird like religious divine text that drives all of the who's i mean like, don't forget the reason hierarchy. for the season matt they, christmas is a religious holiday so there is a who jesus that that's, that's what i'm saying like it's just so bizarre that this exists and there's like 
this sacred text that also the mayor is very yeah like the, right. to the mayor must be you know part mayor part <laughs> priest priest yeah, yeah. Deity. It's, a, it's a theocracy Whoville. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no there's there's a lot of trouble i mean i couldn't get past the existential horror of this movie taking place on a snowflake because that means yeah. one day they will just be utterly destroyed i mean they've all lived such lives already so like what pace are they moving at like the grinch is like in his 40s or 50s right that's what they kind of like yeah yeah he's, he's not yeah, a young how long man is this what on the scale of time as we know it how long is a who life you know is it like a few minutes it's probably seconds yeah they've they've progressed enough to get cars for whatever reason because their town is like four feet wide wait is the is the is the snowflake falling i can't remember the scene okay so i'm i would assume that life as they know it would end as soon as that snowflake hit something because it would rock them to their core so it has yeah. to, like, the whole generations of Who's have to exist within moments of time. Yeah. It's, wow, that's pretty trippy. It's <laughs> it's, bleak. it's bleak as fuck. This is some Lovecraft shit right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Cindy goes ahead and nominates the Grinch and then personally invites him to go. And then I think yes. we get the best string of Grinch moments in the whole movie when he's trying to work his way out of going. Oh, the memes, Matt. The memes. There should be a whole subreddit for the memes. <laughs> All of these are so Staring good. Staring like, to the abyss. Oh, yeah, he, so good. So good. That Particularly that instance where he's going through his schedule for the day. I know. I was like <laughs> tempted to put subtitles on and just screen grab each one because it feels so relatable now. He's like, yeah. It's like I've, that's I've, the most 2020 part of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> just all of us during this pandemic, just going yeah. through our list of shit that we have to do for the day, and it's absolutely nothing. <laughs> Dinner with myself. Can't keep putting that one on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he, yeah, he goes in about how he'll like drop in for a moment, grab a handful of shrimp, and then leave. Or like, if he shows up, he's gonna have to be fashionably late. Like, it's all just good. Like, it the, is good. He like tries on different outfits and is like. A, just puts an outfit on and decides it's good and then rips it off and it's like oh, i can't go it's very much me this movie only works when jim carrey is on screen yeah yeah it's very true. on screen and preferably with nobody else yeah pretty just much just him and that dog yeah yeah because the very next scene he's on screen a lot and it is uncomfortable <laughs> um so no no so the he, whole cheermeister sequence yeah oh yeah it's pretty terrible yeah so he finally gets an outfit decide or max tricks him into going like because he's going back and forth waffling and then yeah i don't think we've talked about max enough yet um he's a dog i was very troubled by the amount of animal abuse in both this and especially the original grinch it was very upsetting he really is not nice to that dog. He's my, really not nice to the dog in the only cartoon. My glimmer of hope is that Cindy Lou adopts Max at the end of the movie and treats him the like she gives him the 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 roast beast, which is so nice. And I'm like, I hope she takes him because he deserves better than that, especially in the cartoon, though. Woo! Yeah, I have a lot of problems with this movie. Uh, 
just across the board. But I really do think that it was a, a huge oversight that in an hour and 44 minutes, you could not give even an inkling of an origin story to Max. How the fuck does the Grinch have a dog? Yeah. Where do you get a dog from? Also seemingly like the only mountain. dog in Whoville. Yeah. Yeah. Where the fuck did this dog come from, guy? Like, it, this is important. Yeah, and in the original cartoon, it's very upsetting to see him. Like, he's whipping Max. He's He's got the leash around his stomach, and it's so small. It's, like, squeezing his intestines. And Oh, my gosh. I was like, I don't remember this being so upsetting before. Oh, yeah. Also, Max has a big... Uh, he's just a very sad dog. There's a lot of dog whimpers in this movie. He's yeah. very... He's very much like Felix. I feel like Max is just a well-trained Felix. Pretty much. Uh, we got to feel good about it. We got to just talk yeah. about the cheermeister scene. Oh, God, the cheermeister. If any part of this movie is a fever dream, that is the yeah. number one part of it. It's also, uh, th- it was very upsetting to me to watch this. Mostly, like, the Who's are terrible, terrible people. Like, yeah, force feeding him and, like, making him do all this stuff. And it's like, guys, have you heard of consent? It's just, just like a, a city where everyone just does whatever they want to everyone else. The only thing this movie does effectively is make the Grinch's plot seem less severe after what he's gone through. Like, I don't blame him. I would have exiled myself from this community of psychos who are force feeding me no thank you i'm gonna go live up on my mountain by myself with my dog that sounds ideal so he gets launched out of the trash into the holiday hubilation into the cleavage of mary mayhew yes um martha martha mayhew i think i keep saying mary Um, yeah yeah he wants to accept his prize. He constantly drops that. He thinks that there's a check, which is pretty, pretty funny. funny. <laughs> That's good. That and is a good bit. then instead they say, no, you have to go through all of the <laughs> ceremonies first. And three out of five of them are force feeding Jim Carrey in a tight close up, which is various oh, disgusting foods. So, so sad. Oh, so disturbing. Yeah. Uh,. I can only remember pudding right now, but the pudding one is particularly bad. Pudding is, I think, the first one, and then there's fudge. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's yeah. something fudge. else in between pudding and fudge. Yeah, but I can't remember what it is. <sighs> Gonna have to look lost up. the time. It's sad. Let's see if uh, no, the the Wikipedia article does not say. Yeah, I can't remember what it is between pudding and fudge. Um, and then we get a sack race scene, which is pretty funny because yeah. the Grinch has to beat all the kids. Um, but yeah, it is. It's shot very bizarrely. There's a lot of weird camera movements. The The movie also does this weird thing where it speeds up or slows down frames at various times. Like when the Grinch moves, like sometimes they speed it up to make him seem like more supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's a lot of just like weird, bizarro stuff that happens here. Yeah, it does take a lot from the cartoon, I think. And it tries to have that like cartoon energy. But it it just comes off as like a very disturbing sort of series of events that ultimately ends with the Who's giving the Grinch another shaving uh, a buzzer and making him feel bad about having hair again 
Yeah, I I don't think we mentioned it. When he was a kid, the reason he goes into exile is he tried to shave and did a poor job shaving and everyone made fun of him. So they give him a razor and then he loses his goddamn mind. And uh, like basically, yeah, yeah, he he then lights the tree on fire, um, shaves the mayor's head. Uh, I don't remember what else he does. And then flees. Uh, there's a point in time where a very tiny car explodes quite dramatically, which would have been funnier if they didn't telegraph it like quite as much. But they do a lot to suggest that, like, yes, this car is going to explode and explode big. And so then when it does, it's like, eh, okay, fine. Yeah, they do like the whole thing where he's running away from the car and jumps away. And then they go like wide and there's a huge explosion. Um, yeah, it would have been funnier if it was just like a bit more of a subversion. Um, anyway, the Grinch flees and then he's like, I got him good, huh? And then they're like, oh, we got the backup tree. It's fine. Christmas can still happen. Um, and he's, he's angry. And all of this is just unnecessary, not in the original book slash cartoon. This is just all filler. Exactly. And it's all to set up the reason why the Grinch ultimately decides that he needs to steal Christmas. Because he's done all these antics so far and they've had no effect. So now we get to the actual Grinch stealing Christmas portion of the movie. And I gotta Uh, say, I can't blame him, you know? Yeah, no, I'd steal Christmas 100%. Oh, he also has an anti-capitalism rant when he loses his mind. And he's like, all your shit ends up on top of my mountain. (laughs) <laughs> which is just pretty good it's pretty good I it's true that part yeah but it ultimately ends with him uh this is where he comes up with his plot like he he makes the santa suit we play you're a mean one uh which does he sing that whole song it seems like he does i yeah. think he does i yeah. was like trying to figure it out while i was listening to it i'm like damn jim carrey has such range he, I, I don't like it as much. I think the um, like the cartoon how it's set up is like each verse is like a different part of the cartoon and him stealing it. Yep. Um, it's like spread out a little bit more, right? Is which I kind of like, song? which I yeah. think like kind of like varies the pace. Whereas this is like a long like song interlude. Yeah. Um, it's the where, montage, and he like builds a lot of stuff during that scene. Yep. As opposed to being interspersed with him stealing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't like quite as much, but like, that's nitpicking. In the grand scheme of things, that's nitpicking. Sorry, I was trying to find the Hubilation foods, couldn't find I it. I couldn't find them. Um, <laughs> so then, God, what happens? Santa's real in this universe? Yeah. Uh, which kind of subverts the whole like obsession with capitalism thing. You're like if yeah, Santa's real, why is everyone out buying a ton of presents? Right. And if only th- it reinforces that the Who's are just nice people. Like not only do they get free gifts from Santa, they also just like to give the holidays the and being cheerful and yeah. decorating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, guys. They're nice people, but they're also <laughs> terrible people. I don't know. It's hard. It's a fine line. Yeah. Um, they like Christmas decorations, but they also force feed their guests. I don't know. I guess so. I, I really, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> we then, the Grinch makes his way down to um, Whoville in his sleigh, his rocket-powered sleigh, 
I think this scene's pretty funny when they're like spinning out of control and the Jim Carrey is like crying like he's gonna gonna die and screaming and then they eventually level out and he's like almost lost my cool there for a second. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. Uh, so Again, it's like you cut Carrey all alone. the other characters. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty <laughs> enjoyable. Um, this scene's also slightly better than the cartoon version in the animal abuse section well for a movie completely disconnected from reality there are points where they try to make it like more realistic like he would need a jet-powered sleigh to move all that stuff as opposed to having a dog pull it all the way up 10 pound dog Um, yeah but yeah then at the same time the grinch lifts the whole thing himself over his head Oh, well, yeah, there's a little the bit of a Hulk thing going on. Yeah, the Grinch is super strong. I was thinking not a Hulk thing, but more of a, like, you know, the stories of moms who lift cars off of their toddlers. Like, that's kind of the vibe that I was getting, you know? But he does it when he's a child, too. Yeah, he's, that's like... true. He's, like, yeah, when he gets angry. I mean, maybe, have we ruled out the possibility? If he's supposedly a who that's just got some sort of deformity... Or something. Like, have we ruled out that he's not an X-Man? You know? Maybe maybe he does have super strength. Maybe. Like, he's the beast? Yeah. No, that's actually... I like this head kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Green beast? <laughs> Green beast, but he's a very tiny mutant. <laughs> I still don't like that he has a butt. The butt's troubling. The gooch is is really he's got a big old fupa yeah just a big old hairy fupa so yeah i do i do think it's funny how jim carrey like carries it and when he's like trying on clothes and stuff and he's like pushing it out like really i think that's pretty funny it's disturbing but funny i like when he's eating the glass bottle and he's just like am i just eating because i'm bored like i relate to that but it's so there's it those seeds are so good those seeds are very good he gets to the town. He steals everything. I think the stealing is all fine. It's all competently done. Yeah, yeah, I think this is like the most, the closest it gets between um, a, a animated or, or, or book come to life. Mm-hmm. Like he like dives down the chimney, like the moss eat the stockings. He like vacuums everything up and then shoves the tree yeah. up. So I think this gonna... kind of works. I, I would go as far as to say, and I may regret saying this, that after this point, the movie is pretty good. Like, yeah. after we get past, he sings You're a Mean One, which is a little gratuitous, but the montage is fine. And then after that, the stealing stuff, all that stuff's fine. It's pretty well done. Yeah. Because so. from yeah. here on, it is just the book. This is the yeah. plot of the book. That's true. I think I think what we don't like is the shit that's not in the yeah, book. Yeah, they just didn't succeed with the, the filler. The weird backstory and the love interest. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's obviously a bit on the tail end and like a bit padded here and there. But yeah, this is effectively the plot of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's very fair. He steals all the stuff, um, makes his great escape. um, to Mount Crumpet, decides he's going to perch himself up on the tippy top before he jettisons all of their material possessions into the abyss um, so he can hear them suffer. Because he his whole thing is that he hates that they come out and sing all joyously, so he wants to hear them cry. 
which is pretty fucked up. Um, and the Who's don't, and they sing the weird Dr. Seuss song that makes no sense. Yeah, not in the book, but in the cartoon. So I guess that's a cartoon thing. Yeah, it's yeah. in the cartoon. I was, gonna, I was gonna say I thought it was in the book. No, in the cartoon. I guess like none of the songs are in the book. The book doesn't. A... The book also doesn't list all the things that the cartoon does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had to be a thirty-minute runtime, right? Yeah. Like, um, so the who's don't um, don't have christmas ruined and then the grinch feels for the first time ever and that causes his heart to grow sorry i was just thinking of like the book was short right and doesn't have any of the extra stuff and then the original cartoon added a few more here like few things here and there to make it the 30 minute runtime and then this grinch like added more to make it a full-length feature film i'm like i can't wait to see what's happening in 10 to 20 years from now when they redo the grinch again and they're like it's a four-hour feature film they just uh, redid the sorry. grinch yeah colleen they did just redo the grinch in 2018 with benedict cumberbatch and they add another animal sidekick i'll tell you that much also the grinch has a bunch of uh gadgets he has uh candy canes that shoot nets i just watched the trailer for this movie so okay because oh, okay. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to i i was going to say that we should maybe watch it but <laughs> i thought that would be too wildly unpleasant so it was hard <laughs> i have limits it was hard enough to get through this one yesterday yeah um, it's just the santa claus all over again the santa claus is like much more of a bad movie because it doesn't have jim carrey the santa claus the first one was not that bad that's true the santa you guys are thinking of the santa We're claus thinking two. two and three yeah we, we haven't watched three yet yet, yet. <laughs> just a very that's why i didn't leave remember. enough time for nuke to get a pick for the holiday season <laughs> <laughs> gotta be careful by myself one day year. one day y'all gonna slip <laughs> we're gonna watch the Santa Claus thing. Um, oh God! Um, His heart grows three sizes. Yeah, yeah, and he feels. Yeah, um, and he uh, says, "I'm leaking." Right? Yeah, from his eyes. Pretty <laughs> yeah. good. It's pretty funny. Um, he tries to save the toys, fails, um, and then oh, Cindy Lou gets up there. And right, she's Ex- on top of the exactly. Toys. He's gonna yeah. give up because he's like, "Well, they're just gifts after all, whatever." And then she is potentially going to die. So he yeah. gets to Colleen's point. Mom, kids stuck under the car strength. That's what, I mean, I, I know it doesn't happen in the cartoon that way. Like he just saves the gifts to be a good guy. But I did like that Cindy Lou is on it in in the movie. It did feel more like, I, a, like, a, like a sweet mom No, I think vibe. this is the one time using Cindy Lou Who for more than just like a foil for the Grinch actually works. Also, yeah. is Cindy and Lou's last name who? They're all who's. Yeah. So they're all related. Yeah. It's there's. A, why do you think their noses look like that? Mm. It's just... very true. Martha May. Who- oh, well, Grinch. no, but it's Martha May Huvier. Yeah. No, they're all not related. I'm just okay. Just What's the bit. mayor? But Augustus. Is... Imagine if your last name. Hi, I'm Colleen Human. <laughs> you know what I mean. I gotta look up the character sheets because now, what's the mayor's last name? I, don't know. I can't imagine it's important. <laughs> it's, it's very it is important. Very this important. is very important. Well, it was important. You should have taken notes on it. Mayor. It's oh, a, wait, hold on. It's just gonna be his first name. I, I I'm going to the full cast list. Oh, okay. 
Oh, keep scrolling. Keep I'm working scrolling. on it. I'm working on it. Mayhu. Why is what? What's Cindy's? Cindy's just okay. Yeah. And then Martha May Huvier. Huvier. Yeah. No, they're Lou Who. And then there's Lou oh, Lou Who. So her name. So it's her name is Cindy, and her last name's Lou Who. Yeah, basically. Okay. And then there's Hubris, which is the servant, the aide to the mayor. What? <laughs> that's pretty good (laughs) but then there's also someone who's just who yeah no there's a bunch of lou who's oh there is just a who yeah and then rose who and the the officer hulahan this is worth it um yes we save the day and then they sled back into town and it has my favorite line in the whole movie where jim carrey is skiing behind the thing like flips into the the carriage looks like he would have broken his back by how he landed cindy is all distressed and he's like says something along the lines of like the sun is shining and the powder's bitching and like (laughs) again totally makes no sense for this movie but i just it's awesome and yeah gets in the the sled and they they make their way into town Mm -hmm. um yes God, yeah, just give Jim Carrey. I would watch Jim Carrey for an hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, I mean, it should. They should have focused on him. I mean, just uh, like the original, the book and the cartoon are mostly focused on the Grinch. Like, there's nobody else. Yeah, there. It, there literally is it's literally no one else. Just the story about the Grinch. It's I like, mean, it's way better. Cindy Lou Who is two in the book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shall we get to final thoughts? Oh, we have a couple more beats. Oh, yeah. Uh, he gets to town. Uh, he Martha offers Mayhew. himself up for arrest. Oh, yes. Um, and then... <laughs> the mayor, Officer Houlihan. <laughs> yeah, Officer Houlihan. The mayor is all into it. He's like, yeah, arrest this motherfucker. Like, beat his ass. And then because the Grinch said he was sorry, the officer doesn't arrest him. It's like, are you kidding me? This guy deserves to go to jail. And then we get Martha grabbing her gift from the pile of gifts that just happened to be on top. And it was the ring that the mayor oh, yeah. had given her. We and she s- gives it back. And she's like, someone else. <sighs> she's so breathy. She's very Nicole Kidman in Batman Forever Vibes. <laughs> just so horny. So horny for that Grinch. I don't, I don't see it. Oh, that is a you good didn't buy. You didn't buy their romance. No, th- that is one of the things that I. Do. The only non-Grinch moment I think I like in the whole movie is, um, of course, I didn't have a crush on the Grinch. She says something to that effect. Um, oh, and then, and then Cindy's, Cindy's like, like, "I didn't ask you if you had a crush on the Grinch." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty um, good line. Yeah, I did. Besides that, I did not buy the romance. I guess we did skip over that the mayor proposes to. Yeah. Uh, Martha at the hubilation. Because that should have been enough to set off the Grinch alone, but he's fine with that. Yeah. Um, I get the sense that the Grinch does not really like Martha all that much. Yeah, it does kind of seem that way. But he made the gift for her. I mean, yeah, when he was a kid, but as an adult, it doesn't like. Yeah, he doesn't like anyone. Fair fair enough. Um, And then we get the feast, right? For, For whatever reason, they have it in his cave, which would be so disgusting and rancid that no one would do that but no they do it anyway and 
he sings the song wrong. Yep. Oh yes, he can't sing the song correctly. <laughs> and that's it? Pretty much. Yeah, do we think that's blasphemy to them? Oh yeah, in the book of who? Right? Well, I, I don't know. It's Favudori like their god or whatever. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Is that like a black chant where they summon their old god, their eldritch god, <laughs> to keep their snowflake adrift in the air? Um, let's let, before we get to final thoughts, let's talk quickly about anything that was we we did rewatch the I believe it's nineteen sixty six um, animated. It's basically just an animated book. Like it is barely. Yeah a cartoon or movie it yeah. is basically just the book come to life yeah because it's no there's no real character voices it's literally just all the narrator no yeah. there's there's one or two other voices but yeah it's is all it? boris doesn't he do all the voices can't remember boris carlisle yeah um well he does the grinch and the narration and then there is a cindy lou character oh, yeah i guess and then so the who's sing um but yes just watch that. Yep. That's all you need. It's a classic. It's excellent. It's one of my all-time favorites. That's one where uh, growing up, that's my mom's like go-to Christmas movie. Um, and we watched it every year to the point where my mom can recite it all. And it's annoying to watch it with her, but I love her. And she's about to come here next week. And she's 100% going to make me watch it. And she's 100% going to say every line. <laughs> But yeah, it's iconic. It's a uh, it's yeah. definitely like you, I remember so much from that cartoon. Uh, the animation style is also fantastic. It made me very nostalgic for like Bugs Bunny or uh, Coyote yeah. and Roadrunner cartoons. It's just <laughs> it has that classic like fourth wall breaking. The Grinch is always spiking the camera. It's yeah, it it's looks really solid. Cartoon. So good. This was one where when I was in college, what I really wanted to do. Uh, one year and I just never got around to doing it because it would have taken so much fucking work but what I really wanted to do is get an orchestra together and like do a live screening of the movie and like have somebody but like mute it and then have the orchestra playing all the music but it's like it's like really challenging it sounds really challenging um, at least from a clarinet perspective but maybe I just like it because there's a lot of clarinet in it but it's very it's very good it's just such a good cartoon so biased yeah it looks it it does also just look like a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. Like, they succeed in making it look like a Dr. Seuss book. Like, the mountain looks absurd. Like, the whole town looks crazy. All of the devices and gadgets look otherworldly. Um, yeah. Whereas that, that's where bringing something to real life fails, because there is still real-world physics that you have to shoot the movie in. Yep. Yes. And I'll say this. The scene where they go through all the gifts... And stuff that the Who's get on Christmas Day is gratuitous in this cartoon. It's unnecessary. It doesn't need to be there. And they couldn't learn that lesson then. And they couldn't learn it for the fucking Jim Carrey movie either. <laughs> it's like 26 minutes? Too long. The cartoon should have been 15 minutes maybe. 20 minutes max. You do the Grinch. You get out of there. Clean. Italian job, you know. Everybody washes their hands. They walk away. <laughs> But they added stuff there, and they couldn't fight that compulsion for years to come. <laughs> yeah, like, there is somewhere where the Jim Carrey version is, like, an amazing TV special. Right. The, uh, this this gets into my final thoughts, but I think if you cut the Jim Carrey version down to 26 minutes, 
and it's literally just like Jim Carrey scenes and like a little bit of Cindy Lou. There's a really good movie in there. Essentially, yeah. you cut the top half of that movie. I see that. And I think that's a fair assessment. Right, because it does not need it. It does not need the the end of it. You need no justification. He's and also. I think you like the Grinch is a cultural touchstone. Like him just being the Grinch, you know he hates Christmas. Yes, that's his defining trait. <laughs> right. So it's like unnecessary to build that in any way. Like you just accept so it. much so that the word Grinch is synonymous with not like if you don't like anything about Christmas, people will call you a Grinch. Exactly. So it's just unnecessary to like do all of this like pl- like character building of like who he is. Um, I have another important topic that we did not touch on, and I guess. It's tough to choose what we would do it on, but we didn't. There's an opportunity here to do a punch squad. There's no real. You know, you're gonna just, punch that dog, Colleen? Yeah, it's the only like but, okay. non-human. N- not really, because in the original cartoon, the Who's are all. I'm gonna fight the only other name too, Cindy Lou. No, not Cindy Lou. I mean, you can't do Max because he's already been abused so much. We all know we could Colleen, easily kill him. If you want to do a punch squad, you're gonna have to punch that dog. And I'm sorry, there's no two ways about it. I'd let the him... rest of them are too sentient. Well, okay, so is the outcome of all punch squads that either I kill it or it kills me? Yeah, you're gonna have to kill that dog. I'd sacrifice myself for Max. That's how. That's how much. What I I'm love saying him. is, it's gonna be. It's actually gonna be a hard fight to win. Max seems incredibly durable. Yeah, he does. He really does. Yeah, I think I'm gonna <laughs> let him just just destroy me. He deserves it. He's he's had a hard life. Maybe he doesn't want to. Just let him live on his hill. Yeah, maybe he'd just give up and be like, fuck it, I'm done with yeah, this abuse. I'm going to strap that full antler onto his head and hurl him off the side of Mount Crumpton. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it'd be pretty easy. All you have to do is leave the cartoon antler uncut on his head and he just can't move exactly. anymore. He'll be immobilized. And then he just slowly starves to death, you monster. At least make it Sorry, quick. Sorry, it's Punch Squad. You wanted to do the Punch Squad. Yeah. I know. May this blood be on your hands. Yeah. That's fair. You Matt and I were ethical. <laughs> yeah, we were like, no punch squad this episode. We don't want to kill Max. And Colleen's like, I thirst for dog blood. We've already killed a dog before. That dog had human blood. <laughs> that on dog was his a murderer. Nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess poor Max didn't yeah. do anything wrong. Exactly. Also, Max. You know Max's backstory, though. He could have been an absolute. Wait, no, hold on. Do I just murder. have to go out and start punching random snowflakes? Like, how does this work in universe? oh yeah you just wait yeah <laughs> this universe will be obliterated yeah that's true your your hand in the dossier you do nothing i get one of those like die. snow melters they had in boston just like shovel it in there yeah be instantaneous that's true um so <laughs> so <laughs> final thoughts um <laughs> I, I agree with you that the movie Anoop is, is much too long and you could successfully cut it down to a half hour special, maybe an hour, and it's still much better. I do think that, God, yeah, just kind of like the Batman forever kind of feel just doesn't hold up for whatever, like the art design of Whoville and the Grinch's layer and stuff just does not work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it is just so weird and plasticky and kind of terrible um, that that I wish you could just redo or 
yeah, I just animate the whole thing and, and have Jim Carrey do the voiceover. I don't know. Um, uh, because yeah, it just looks wrong. Like the movie's not good looking. It is not pleasant. Um, so even though I think it would be much better, I still don't love it as much as I thought I would. Yep. Um, I'd have to agree. It's disappointed. I kind of just kept like zoning out while we were watching it. And I was like, man, I feel like I should like this more. Um, which is also why I texted the group to be like, let's do the original as well. Uh, because I was like, I need something good to happen to me and something enjoyable and something that's nostalgic and holds up. You know what I mean? Like, whereas like I have nostalgia for Jim Carrey's the Grinch, but it definitely does not hold up to the standard that I thought it would. Um, I mean, overall, I think I'm, Jim I'm Carrey- glad you explained the premise of the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like the other Grinch did hold up, which is rare. I don't know. I feel like we didn't discuss how the other Grinch is weirdly racist. No, <laughs> I mean, all of them are. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, um, it's. I think Jim Carrey's excellent. I no one can ever convince me otherwise. I just love all of his movies. Um, I think he's just really funny, and it was a good kids movie for sure. Um, although it is weird, but I feel like a lot of things from that era and are just kind of fever dreamy. And as a kid, I found that normal. <laughs> Kids movies can be weird. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, animated movies are yeah. usually very weird. This movie is just tonally not a kid's movie in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's like most of the fever dreamy movies from my childhood are cartoons. So it's weird that this is a fever dreamy movie and it's a real, it's a it's a live action. Well, like, Casper was a live action movie that felt much more like a kid's movie to me than yeah. this movie did. That's true. And I think this movie doesn't feel like a kid's movie because, like, Jim Carrey is just being who he is yeah like apparently uh, uh dr seuss's wife was um like cut a lot of the jokes from the film that were like more adult jokes so she tried to make it more of a kid's movie and it's just like it still really doesn't oh yeah they they do fuck in the original cut. <laughs> there's a red band <laughs> yeah there's a red band cut <laughs> Uh, when this sort of retracted sex scene between Martha May, Bouvier, and the Grinch. Oh. He lifts up that big furry fupa. Oh, God. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Does this movie work if there's no, if he's not in the Grinch makeup? If it's just like a face-painted green Jim Carrey and normal who's? No. You think he uh, has to be in that like weird prosthetic like I think you could lose monster. the gut and it would it would still work. Yeah, for sure. You don't need the exact of... costume, but you do need the prosthetics and the and the hair and stuff. Like you can't As just, like, weird as it is, I feel like the hands do a lot of work. The hand yeah. he, he really works the hands. Yeah. Um, I I think the movie is fine if they aren't all weird abominations of like humanoids. Like Yeah. Oh, the who's? Yeah. Oh, no, no. They should just I, I be mean, people. Extend that to the Grinch as well. Like Obviously, he has to be green just for the character. And I understand that he is in this makeup because you need in trailers and on box art for him to be the Grinch. Um, I don't remember in the original like book, does the Grinch look similar to the Who's, but he's just green? Or is he like no, a monster? No, he looks like the animated 
Grinch. So he's like yeah. a different species. He looks like yeah, a different he, species. He looks kind of like a monster. Then I don't think it would work if he just had them all looking human and then he's green. Like he's obviously not a human slash whatever the fuck a who is. I just think that like. Now what if it was that all the who's look the same, but he was dressed in his last outfit from Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah. All right, all yeah. right. Um, into it. I'm oddly into it. Um, I, the reason I'm saying it is just because I think the movie's attempts to susify like the world just fail a lot of the time. Um, yeah. And that extends to everything. And Jim Carrey's the only thing that is like good. Like the makeup is good, but I don't think like, did you really need to subject him to three hours of torture a day for this movie to work? apparently apparently (laughs) yeah i don't think that was necessary i do think yeah you could do just like you could pare down the makeup a little bit and instead focus on making your set design feel a little bit more like a real ass place (laughs) yeah um yeah put on like a crazy green wig for him paint him green put a little nose on him so just jim carrey from the mask (laughs) sure (laughs) He play, he's played a not insignificant number of green characters. <laughs> Two. And the Riddler. The Riddler is green, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he's a green, green um, character. Anything else we want to say about this movie or crit, like any evocations of Christmas related to this movie? No, Dr. Seuss is great. Uh, but people's desire to translate that into additional mediums is... is, is absurd it's interesting you mentioned that because I, I again haven't gone beyond the wikipedia article but they only started doing full-length movies after he died like he was adamant that he did not want to turn his books into movies and yep. then his wife took the estate and greenlit this movie i believe the cat in the hat movie mm-hmm. um the lorax and i think the latest grinch was the first one after she passed away um they should have just not. Yeah, how dare been. she? Not if you die. Okay, if you were like a famous book writer and you were book writer, no, I said only that. there was another word for that. The book writer. If you were a famous person who wrote books, and then, a famous bookologist, if bookologist you will. right? Sorry, bookologist. If you were a famous bookologist, <laughs> and then I and like you had been like, I don't want any of my books made into movies, and then you just suddenly passed away. How dare I just be like, sweet, I'm going to cash out. Bye. You know? It's a lot. But also, I think, like, I I haven't seen the new Grinch. I did see the Lorax, um, the animated Lorax. And those work. Like, now that you can see or, like, computer animate, I guess it is all CGI. But calling, like, a Pixar-type movie all CGI feels weird. (laughs) Um, But, like, a computer animated movie or world works a lot better so there didn't need to be this rush to just like put Jim Carrey in a, a fat suit um, <laughs> and make this movie. Yeah, it would have uh, been a better, like if you just took this exact movie with the plot as it is, as much as we have problems with the plot, but you just made it an animated film, it would have been I way think better. it's better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is also to extend any Dr. Seuss book beyond half an hour is a lot of work yeah because at it's most a lot of work. they are yeah. 10 minutes of content 
if pe- if people were upset when they made the hobbit into three movies making this an hour and 44 yeah, minutes exactly. is insane yeah um all right yeah, there's well, a lot of plot in the fucking hobbit yeah there's the grinch steals christmas and then returns christmas is the plot of this movie <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, so technically it should be two movies. <laughs> One true. in which the Grinch steals Christmas, and then at the end of that, his heart will grow three times sizes too big, and then the next movie he'll return Christmas. Yeah. That's what will happen when they inevitably reboot the Grinch again. Yeah. It's just like the fucking desolation of Smaug, where Smaug gets pissed off at the end of the movie and then doesn't desolate shit. And then the desolation of Smaug occurs at the beginning of the next movie because that makes sense. What the fuck were you thinking, Peter Jackson? They should. I didn't watch been, all of them. If it was one movie, it would have been so good. Actually, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. Have. I don't really like the feel of the Hobbits. There's so <gasps> much. No, the movies. Oh, okay. There's I was about so to say it's so much like CGI. Absolute one of my favorite favorite books of all time. I think the best parts of the Hobbit movie are before he leaves. Yeah. That kitchen scene like feels like the book. Mm-hmm. It feels very good in yep. that way. Because the thing is, they were trying to make it Lord of the Rings, and it's not. It's a kid's and the beginning, they weren't. Yeah, it's kids. It's kids' book. Like, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. Why well, you got to make it complicated? You don't. Why well, you got to go make things so complicated? That song's actually about the Hobbit movie. <laughs> <laughs> Turns Didn't out. know that. Little known fact. Yeah. I, you know, it's like I see the way you're acting like somebody else because they're acting like the Lord of the Rings right. movie. Mm. Right. Wow. And of course. It gets me frustrated because, yeah. Gets... <laughs> Damn, you learn something new every day, you know? Yeah, God, yeah. That's why I love talking with the new. Let's rate this sucker. Oh, man. Uh, yes, how many Batman Yeah, so this is an I'm interesting case where... I'm glad we the scale a bit I, now. Well, no, I didn't really like this movie, so I can't lift up Batman. <gasps> you would... Okay. No, okay. This You're... I'm getting offended. I didn't really well. like this yeah. movie, but Keep Batman and Robin Cully. was so bad. But like, again, if I completely, if I completely course correct from Batman and Robin, which I think I gave like one ten million. Batman Forever. Or Batman Forever, sorry. <laughs> if we did Batman and Robin, we would have to reset the scale right. the very next day. <laughs> okay, I think I gave Batman Forever one ten millionth of the Spongebob. I think you did one billionth. Yeah. And I can't remember what you did in it. Um... So if I were to go back to 10 million, that seems like too much for, for the Grinch. Like, I don't want to use the Grinch to reset the scale. Like, I, no, I, you can't. You can't because it's like it's the not Grinch good. is... It's not good enough. It's not good. Yeah. But then I'm like worried that like, are, does the scale ever recover from here? No, no. We're, we're, I, I'm officially announcing it. We're going to do a season two and we're going to reset the scale right. sometime soon. Well, I think, I think to be fair, I don't think you need to do like 10 million to get back to zero. I think you just need to be like how many, the scale is, is just how many times better or worse is this than the last thing that we did. So you could still say like, hey, it's a shitty movie. It's 2x Right, but bad. like we're inflating the currency. Like we've got we've got 10 million Oh ba- yeah, no. We 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 fucked the We've skin. got 10 we million did. Batman forever to deal you, with. You brain So now if I make are overthinking it. If I if I make a thousand grinches per one Batman and Robin, I'm sitting on what, a billion a billion grinches? I can't work with that kind of that volume. No, I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna rate it. I'll give it two Batman Forevers. Okay, I definitely give you more than two. It is. 
I'm just, you're making it so complicated. I don't need to give it 10 million or That's a also what the song either. was about, though. The I second think, okay, movie. okay. Yeah. If we're going to be a real, a more realistic scale, I will give it 50. I'll give it 50 Batman Forevers. Okay. That's my final offer. Batman Forever was really bad, though. And I don't know was. if this was as bad as Batman Forever. It Obviously, wasn't. I'm not going one to one, but I think it's like a hundred. Yeah, that's fair. But then that, like, again, it feels generous. But then Batman like Forever, out of was, every, you got to keep the context he, in. If no, because re- here's it, the thing: if out of here's every the thing. time, if every day I had to watch either Batman Forever, this is always how you do. Yes, it. I know. That's because it's a logical way of thinking about it. If every day I had to watch Batman Forever or The Grinch, I would choose The Grinch roughly 50 times 50 times in a row and then i'd be like all right i'm fucking ready for batman forever and then i'd go back to the grinch because i'd be like wow that was <laughs> yeah. terrible. i'm ready for batman forever you loop up and you jump into <laughs> what purgatory is this where i have to watch the grinch 50 times i'm sorry a... this is just my scale it's purgatory. Like it. your version purgatory. is worse than me where i'm trapped with the two most recent things we've done desert island yeah, the last okay. two things so we matt did for you lost to the devil in a fiddle contest and now you have to watch oh my god if i'm batman. fucking cast away tom hanks and my fedex plane crashes and the only thing i have left are two dvd copies of batman forever the grinch i'm fucking suffocating myself with the wilson oh, no, no. you have a you have a single crt tv a vhs player and a vhs copy because that's the thing that adds a time component because the more you watch any one of them the, the worst quality will get yeah that's true now i'm killing myself in that scenario <laughs> yeah pull out the fucking cord you're gonna wind the two movies into a noose yeah hang yourself uh, <laughs> i I'm going I with 100, this, sorry. Yeah. I'll give this about 1,000. Uh, I think half of this movie is good. And I think... I I can't... Re- I've blocked out even us discussing Batman Forever, but I don't feel like I said anything was good, except the Dias de Los Muertos fight. I did think that was okay. Uh, but all, that is to say, I, I there's no part of Batman Forever that is at all good. And I think Jim when Jim Carrey is alone, this movie is good. Yeah, yeah. I, there is an easy correlation, I think, with episode length. Like, our scale goes exponential once you're past an hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think SpongeBob was like an hour-long episode. So it's clear that we liked it and didn't have much to say. Batman Forever was an hour and 50 minutes. So, yeah, like, if Batman every Forever minute is past, as long as Batman... <laughs> if every minute past an hour 15 is, like, weighing the scale more, like, that's our indicator. That's so. true yeah but yeah i might have to bump mine up maybe 500 because yeah man that movie was horrible it was really yeah you're right my my 50 that i gave is not enough i'm gonna go with 500 revising my pick i'm gonna go 250 okay yeah it's because if i have to watch these two every other day i'm going to i'm going to learn how to edit video and edit down a 26 minute version of the grinch yeah i'll watch that and it'll be very enjoyable anything else we want to say uh yeah I'm, I'm just really glad it's not christmas anymore Wait, we didn't... i'm i th- the thing about the grinch my personal relationship to the grinch to go back to this is i don't like christmas music and people call me the grinch for it i like literally everything else about christmas christmas music fucking sucks and nobody's gonna convince me otherwise and and for some reason that makes me a grinch i've never stolen anybody's christmas i've considered it once or twice <laughs> 
You have to steal but, Christmas in its entirety to be the Grinch. Yeah, I don't. That's really hard. I don't think I, and I don't. Bl- it also Christmas music is inherently bad. Like there's a very small sub subset of Christmas music that I enjoy, and it is like the crooner version of Christmas music, and or the Charlie Brown Christmas album. That is the quintessential Christmas album. And that is the only one that exists. And that is what I listen to every year. And it's just so good. And you want to know why it's good? Because it doesn't have a bunch of fucking words in it. It's just all jazzy, little piano, little, little jazz trio. Super fun. Love it. Whereas like you get the bullshit. Like I just like all, and maybe it's because it's religious and I just don't like it, but no, I just the, hate most Christmas music. The, the only thing good about Christmas music is the person that's singing it. So it's like, I like Michael Buble's albums because I like Michael Buble. I think he's a great singer. I like Michael Buble's albums because I'm a white woman. Of course. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I no, mean, that yeah. was that didn't need to be said. The problem with Christmas music is we decided that there are seven Christmas songs and that we have to play them for if 35 I days. If I hear fucking Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas one more time. Like, I do not understand the hype behind that song. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it ever yeah. again. I don't understand how I, it's been the number one fucking Christmas album for literally, literally since it came out. Just shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it again. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming for my, to my You can't step talk. within a mall between the months of, like, October and December. It's, it's, it's constant Christmas. It's me. everywhere. I don't care for it. I don't care for it one If bit. that makes me a Grinch, then call me a goddamn Grinch. We got two Grinches, guys. It's inoffensive. I don't know. I don't love Christmas music. I'm not like excited to put it on, but There's I could do it. There's just so much out. bad. That's the, so that's. I think the thing about Christmas music for me is that it seems like a ticking time bomb, and it's just like. <sighs> It's just like some of them are terrible, you know? So you could be in a store and you're like, oh, this is a good one. And then they play Little Drummer Boy and you're like, shut the fuck up. Or they play that country one about the shoes and you're like, I don't need this. I don't need this sadness in my life right now. I don't know which one you're talking about with that last one, but. There's a there's a song about Christmas shoes. The Christmas I'm, shoes. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm familiar with it as a concept. I don't know if I've heard it at all. Oh, it's truly thing. terrible. Or they'll play, uh, which one? The Paul McCartney one. That garbage hunk of junk. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hunk that of is junk. a clunker. Hunk of junk. Yeah, really. Truly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, it's Christmas, guys. Yep. You guys you guys excited for Christmas? Yeah. This episode comes out before Christmas. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? I This is the conversation that should have happened at the beginning of the podcast, but my coffee just kicked in. So here we are. That's fair. <laughs> favorite Christmas traditions to wrap out this podcast because we didn't take an hour and 50 minutes to talk about the Grinch. That's true. It's true. We didn't. Um, my favorite Christmas tradition is putting up the decorations with my dad. That was like our thing. My sister is not really a huge christmas fan my mom is for sure but it was like me and my dad would always put the tree to get because we had a fake tree and we'd it's got like the little things and you like assemble it and stuff so that was like our thing that we did every year um and i miss it a lot i wish that we could have waited my parents are coming to visit which i am filled with anxiety about because of covid but here we are i miss them and it's happening um, but I wish I could have waited to like get a tree. If we had a fake tree, I would have waited until they came to like put it up, but they're not coming until Christmas day. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to go without that Christmas cheer until they came, but that was my big one. That's a good one. 
there there is like two christmas traditions that come to mind one that just stopped because like the inconvenience of it outweighed my parents patience which was going to pick out a christmas tree like at a certain point we just like cave to fake tree camp and that tradition ended um but that was a good one up until then so uh, that's sad and uh, the other is making these Christmas cookies that now my uncle just sends every year, which is really convenient because I like eating them. I think I like more than making them. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, uh, Italian Christmas cookies. I don't even know if they're Italian. They're just like little like fat cakey cookies. Yeah. A little icing. lemony. Yeah. A little lemony, some ricotta cheese. Ooh. Yeah. I'll throw out a few because uh, you guys have reminded me of a few. Uh, back when I was really young, uh, my neighbors used to make a plate of cookies and give them to everybody in the neighborhood. We had like a, one of those classic suburban, like you could walk between every house, used to go out and play kickball on the street type of thing. Like I, I sometimes forget that I had a very like classic suburban childhood every once in a while. <laughs> uh, like I legitimately, despite the person that I am today, would go out and play kickball with kids on my street, which does not feel like my vibe at all. <laughs> but, um, they would do this plate of cookies and it would be like the the i think they're called italian wedding cookies the ones that are like shortbread covered in powdered sugar yeah and they would do the uh tri-color cookies with the raspberry jam in the middle coated in chocolate and those are just such a powerful sense of memory every once in a while i'll go to like a jewish deli and pick up one or two of those cookies and just like it'll wash over me in waves my parents themselves didn't do a ton of decorating for christmas uh so we didn't have that like when i was really young but then my uncle started doing it once he had uh kids so he would do full christmas tree decorations every year and one of the things because all the older kids in the family usually got like gift cards or money like they didn't get gifts for them yeah he would always wrap like boxes of chocolates so that they would still have something to open uh and then being an indian family uh it's pretty much perpetual that people are like constantly on diets. So no one could ever like actually just eat a box of chocolate. Like, so everybody would just open up the boxes of chocolate <laughs> and we would just eat them on the day of. So I strongly associate the seashell shaped chocolates you get from Costco with Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with those. It's like mixes of white and milk chocolate mm. and they're all in the shape of seashells. And we, we do those in lint truffles. Mm. We're very common on on christmas i think truffles, my yeah. my favorite christmas food christmas like cookie or food or like sense memory is the like tin the blue tin that has like the shortbread or maybe the butter cookies yeah. or something oh, they're all the same, all the same. fucking cookies. they're all they're all, same. So but they good, t- they're all different shapes yeah oh <laughs> actually it. no like two of the six have crystallized, crystallized sugar, sugar on top so and they're so much sure. better um so good. man yeah. there's something so visceral about ripping wrapping paper off of a box yeah that is a good feeling. Oh, you know what else I'm yeah. nostalgic for in my childhood is that we would record on our video camera every Christmas. Like oh, that yeah. was a thing that I... everyone did. And I'm like, why don't we do that anymore? Like the entire day, the entire Christmas unwrapping from the moment we sat down to unwrap presents to yeah, the moment we, we were couldn't done. couldn't start until the recording yes. started. I'm like, I... I've never watched those tapes. No, I don't, I don't know how to anymore. I don't know if my parents, I'm sure my parents have them. I'm sure if I texted them, they could bring them, but it's also like, how the fuck will we watch it? But that's like, I miss that. Like, I want to do that with our family. Like, I want to record reactions. That is like pure nostalgia because I guarantee as a kid, you did not like that. 
But looking back, you're fond for like those those memories. That's like, true. I like, think I didn't mind it as a kid. No, as a kid, it's like we're delaying this gratis grat- gratification. I've got all of these presents right here, and you're trying to remember how to work the video camera that you um, only touch once yeah. a year. Well, my parents always See, made us wait also until they had their coffee and like were settled. Like that was like we we'd wake them up and and get them out of bed, obviously, until we got older, and then we were like, "Ugh, I'm so tired. Can't we do Christmas presents at noon?" <laughs> so uh, post post undergrad, uh, grad school, and beyond. Uh, people fi- frequently find that well, we gotta wait until Anoop has had his coffee. <laughs> They're just like Anoop's not up yet, so we're waiting. <laughs> like, sorry. I mean, yeah, being an adult is just not as fun as being a kid. Like, you used to probably yeah. wake up at five a.m. naturally on Christmas because you were that excited. Yeah. Like, your body yeah. willed you into a state of sentience Isn't for that toys. Fun, though, isn't that fun to think about? Like, when you have kids, like that's gonna be a thing that your kid gets to experience. Like, no, I'm gonna be the grumpy guy who's like, I haven't had coffee yet. It's so goddamn early. I mean, you're absolutely gonna be that grumpy guy, but you'll also look fondly. I'm sure our parents look fondly, even though they were fucking tired and they're annoyed at getting woken up at five in the morning. I guarantee you, if we bring this up to my parents, they're going to be like, I miss those days. You guys were so, so, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I want that feeling of the nostalgia for my kids, you know? I'm just being nostalgic for like, caring about things like a kid can only care about things but someday if we have a kid someday that kid will do the same thing they're gonna be nostalgic for like no i know i'm not saying i'm not saying it's impossible for anyone that kid's probably just gonna be making a lot of jokes about wanting to kill (laughs) (laughs) that's very true Uh, could go horribly maybe their christmas wasn't good enough yeah that's fair yeah you need just a dope ass christmas man yeah i i i don't have any christmas traditions uh my I will be at the work on Christmas Day this year, so uh, I will I will be doing nothing for Christmas actually. But I really want to get into Christmas baking. It is not a thing that I have done historically, despite how much I love baking. I have not Christmas baked, and that's definitely one I would want to adapt. Yeah. Uh, in the future, and just make some fucking cookies. Yeah. I just move to the out. UK. I gotta, first of all, I gotta get Claire Saftis's new book. Oh yes. <laughs> have you then watched the videos? I that intro is is so charming to me it fills yeah. me with a deep joy anyways i think that's a podcast yeah i think we got to wrap it up um i hope everyone has a happy christmas this was a fun one to do i feel bad like is there any good christmas content unfortunately we have to wait a full year before we get back sure, to yeah, christmas. Nightmare next christmas. year we'll do next time we should do a jingle all the way jingle all the way i feel like is a good movie oh <laughs> It can't be. No. Next year we're it, doing... It's got Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Next year, sometime between Halloween and Christmas, we're doing The Nightmare Before Christmas because that one holds up. I think Elf is good as well. Elf but, is also good. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, this is coming out. I don't need to talk about the logistics. We release podcast episodes at random. It's we'll coming see... out Christmas Eve. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good Christmas. Adios. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Somebody stop us from doing a bunch of Jim Carrey movies. See you next week.